Hi, and welcome to Untethered with Genlis, the podcast that's here to help you break free from the crap that's holding you back so you can unleash your inner brilliance and live the life that you are meant to live. I'm your host, Jen, and in this episode, I'm going to share the five lessons I learned from doing something I said I would absolutely never do. Let's go. Hey there, unicorn. It's Jen. Welcome back to the podcast. Starting in this episode and over the next couple of weeks, maybe next week, maybe another week, we'll see how long it feels until I am satiated. We're doing something a little bit different. I'm going interview free for the next couple of weeks. There's a couple of reasons for that. One of those reasons is that I have a lot to share. There's a lot that's been on my heart and on my mind and some things that I would love to catch you up on and just nuggets that I'm like, I just really want to have the time and the space to share these things that I have learned that I know could support other people. And I want to talk about things and I want to share some stories. So that's reason one. Next, I'm in a shift. And this happens sometimes when this has happened in the past, when I feel like I have explored some things and now I'm ready to learn some new things. I myself am shifting. And so this podcast is going to slightly take just, this is more like a two degree turn before I've taken some bigger turns. This little two degree turn is going to determine who I decide to interview over the next coming season of this podcast. But I don't want to completely cut out the season because at this point, I feel like I just have things that I desire to share, as I mentioned. So it doesn't seem like there's any reason to stop recording episodes. I'm simply going to ixnay on the interviews for a couple of weeks. So if you're a huge interview person, know that there's not going to be interviews over the next couple of weeks. They're all going to be solos with you and me just having a beautiful unicorn blessing. If you didn't know this, two or more unicorns are called a blessing. So we are blessings to one another here in this episode in this solo cast. <laughs> so in today's episode, I want to share what I did yesterday. What I did yesterday. This is a live recording the day after I did something pretty wild. So my nephew is currently living in Western Oregon. He's got another aunt who lives up here and he decided, he's so brave, he's 19 years old and he decided to come up to Oregon to spend the summer. He's working and living with his other aunt on the coast. He's learned to surf. He's such a fun kid, but he was coming to Portland for the weekend. So I drove down and I got him and we came back. Well, on our way back to Portland, After I had picked him up, we're having lunch. We went to this Korean restaurant. He'd never had Korean food, so this was fun. We were having a new experience and having bibimbap. It was so good. I hope that I'm saying that word correctly. I like to say it, so I do hope that I'm saying it correctly because I use it a lot. I say it probably too many times because it's just fun to say. Like, How can you eat it without saying that word? If you haven't had it, it's like rice with fermented vegetables and there's meat if you like meat. A lot of times it has a fried egg and this special kind of spicy, sweet sauce on top of it. Anyway, I could talk all day about food, but I'm sitting down and having lunch with my nephew and we're just chatting and catching up because it'd been a while since we'd sat down and talked to each other. I'm like, wow, I haven't actually taken you out to lunch since you were a little child. There was one time that I went to go pick him up from school 
and take him out to lunch for his birthday. And I couldn't figure out where the office was at the school. And so I'm going around and pulling on all the doors and they were about five seconds from calling the cops on me because they thought that I was trying to get into the school. (laughs) I mean, I was trying to get into the school. Anyway, that was the last time that I recalled that we had been out to lunch together. So he and I are sitting there having lunch and he looks at me and he said, would you go bungee jumping this weekend? And I instantly was like, no, that is one of the things I said I would never do. There are two things that I have said in my life that I would never do. One of them is bungee jumping and the other is ride in a helicopter. Bungee jumping for a plethora of reasons, as well as helicopters are just dangerous. You are so much more likely to have something seriously happen in a helicopter than a plane, at least in my mind. I'm not sure if those statistics are 100% accurate but it sure seems like it, doesn't it? Come on. Bungee jumping, it seems like there's all these things that could go wrong. Like you could break your neck, you could get like seriously injured. The idea of dangling from your ankles, the entire thing. And I also, those rides at amusement parks that shoot you, you start on the ground level and it shoots you up. I hate, I absolutely abhor those rides. I do not like the feeling of being thrown up in the air. And of course, bungee jumping, I'm less afraid of the jumping out than the going up. And that was something I've been skydiving. And that was something I hadn't thought about with skydiving was that feeling of when the parachute opens and it pulls you up. I did not enjoy that part of jumping out of an airplane. The rest of it was great. The gliding down was fantastic. (laughs) The jumping out was even relatively okay. The going up was like, no. So I was like, no, it's not happening. But, you know, as we began to go throughout the rest of our day, we came back into Portland. We did some things. We had some fun at a bookstore. And then we went and we had dinner with my husband. And we're sitting there at dinner. And I look over at Joey and kind of hoping that he would confirm no. I look over at him and I said, Ian would like to go bungee jumping. What do you think about doing that this weekend? And much to my dismay, he seemed okay with the idea. (laughs) In fact, he was like, that's something that I've always wanted to do. And I was thinking, if I had remembered that this was true about you, I would never have even asked this question. I would not have brought it up, but I was thinking he was going to confirm, nay, no bungee jump. (laughs) But he, he was interested. And before I knew it, the next day we had booked ourselves to go bungee jumping. So I ended up saying yes to something that I said that I would absolutely never do. (laughs) And I ended up doing it. And now I have lived to tell the tale. And I have some beautiful lessons that I would love to share with you about saying yes to something that you had previously said, absolutely not. I will never do that. Not in a million years. Even though I have jumped out of an airplane, I've jumped off of a building, I jumped off the stratosphere in Vegas, I went hang gliding in Brazil with uh, partnered with a hang glider who could say a single English word, which was congratulations at the end, <laughs> jumped off of a cliff with this guy. I, I have done wild things, but this was one that I said I would never do. And here we are today, my friends, and I want to share some things with you. So five lessons from doing something that I said I would never do. <laughs> the first lesson, never say never. Never say never. And you know what? There's a very practical reason to actually never say never about something. Keep your options open, wide open to the universe, because the universe does not understand 
never. It does not understand don'ts. It only hears what you say. When I kept saying, I will never bungee jump, all the universe was hearing was, I will bungee jump someday. And so it was planting a seed in my mind and it was throwing seeds out into the universe and watering them every single time I said it until finally the perfect moment came when the perfect person showed up, my nephew, who said, let's do it this weekend. And I had no reason not to. We had no plans that day. And in fact, the plans that we had got ruined because it got really smoky up here because there was a fire. I had no excuse. I mean, we had the money, like we had, I had just, I had no reason. And I just wasn't going to chicken out to a dare. (laughs) I had to do it. So never say never because it's going to swing back around. I promise you it will. So I should definitely not have voiced that about the helicopter thing because Lord knows that's coming for me sometime. (laughs) Never say never, my friend. Number two, nervous system regulation. It genuinely works. I can promise you breath work has shifted my ability to tame my nerves, to handle my nerves to a degree that is quite amazing. Every time that it happens, when in May I officiated a wedding, and previously when I have stood in front of a crowd, even last November when I got on stage in front of a crowd, like the knees still knock a little bit ahead of time, and it was like not even happening. I didn't really get nervous ahead of time. There is that moment like they called me over to leap over the edge. And I'll walk you through all of this, by the way. But as I did that, I started to get a little bit of it, but I just breathed in deep into my nose and out through my nose. FYI, nose breathing is calming to the nervous system. Sometimes when we're nervous, we take a deep breath into the nose and out through the mouth, and that can be good to ground us. But if you're really wanting to calm a super hyped up nervous system, you're feeling really stressed, go to nose, inhale in and a longer exhale out. And so I was doing that. I was taking those big, deep inhales and a long extended exhale. And I even was tapping. I was taking my fingers on each elbow. So like my right hand on my left elbow, my left hand on my right elbow. And I was tapping, crossing the meridian point of my body and just doing some tapping. I did a little bit of humming and I took a couple of deep inhales and then sighed and it helped to calm my nervous system. I could feel my feet again. It really supported me up until the moment where I stepped onto the platform. They told me to hold my arms out wide. How unsecure do you feel on a bridge in the middle of a gorge with a river below that is nay more than a trickle with giant stones in it and a huge log, by the way. I'm like, could this river be any less secure looking for me to jump out? I'm looking down at this thing at this like little trickle, just thinking, I mean, there's no chance of survival, (laughs) right? Like if something goes wrong, there's not nary a chance that I will survive this because it's just a trickle and a stone and a log beneath me, right? that's when it started to kick in. And so, you know, that's where they told me to count three, two, one, everybody counted with me and go. And as soon as I jumped over the edge, 
it wasn't even as soon as I jumped over the edge. They were all laughing at me and you can hear it in my video. I was screaming before I even jumped. Like I started screaming as soon as I knew I was going. The scream was just blood. It was, y'all, it was blood curdling. It was blood curdling. So nervous system regulation works until you get to your edge. And once you hit your edge, once you hit your tipping point, then you know what? Now I know that my edge is that moment where I where I have to leap and where I have to jump. And I could begin to do some nervous system regulation now and some visualization around when you jump, you know, you might not need to scream. And so I could visualize myself not screaming. I was visualizing myself with my arms wide open because they had told me that. So ahead of time in my head, I was, by the way, not the first one to go because they do it by weight. And so my nephew and my husband are a little heavier than me. So when they got to me, they had to switch out the rope, which also made me a little bit nervous because I was like, nobody else has tested this rope. Now I'm on the new rope. But anyway, I was visualizing myself with my arms wide open. And so then when I jumped, I kept my arms open and there was a moment where I started to close them in and I pushed them back out and got them open. On my first jump, I ended up doing this twice, by the way, but I kept them open because I had visualized it. So now that I know where my edge is, my edge is when I jump, I just lost my baloney, everything. Just like I started screaming. I didn't actually lose my baloney out both ends. I just started screaming bloody murder. But I could now work on that and visualize myself, again, not screaming. So it really does work. The visualization, the calming your nervous system down, breathing, it truly works. It really does, people. So one, never say never. Two, nervous system regulation, it actually works. Number three, surround yourself with people who love life. And the reason for this is that it can help you to see what you are truly capable of. When you surround yourself with people who just love it, like my nephew was just like, this sounds really fun to me. And the whole weekend, we were just having such a great time. And he even said, you know, why do something that doesn't add to your overall bag of happiness? This is something that my nephew said to me on Saturday. And it really sat with me. And I think him just being the person who he is and just enjoying life and coming out here to Oregon and being like, you know what? I'm going to make this happen. I think that made me so much more likely to believe that I could jump off of a bridge. (laughs) We don't have to dig too deep into that metaphor, but it helped me to believe in what I was potentially capable of doing. Just being around somebody else who was just like, you know what? I'm just going to enjoy life. So surround yourself with those kinds of people. And there's just so much negativity and just focus on all of the negative in this world. We all know it. It's so easy to go there. And when you catch yourself going there, shift. you Because you can be that person for somebody else who is just in love with life and can help them to see what they too are capable of doing. So one, never say never. Two, nervous system regulation works. Three, surround yourself with people who love life. Number four, you might like it more than you think you do. It's true. I I alluded to this earlier. 
there was an opportunity, and I knew this because I was not the first person to jump, but I also did not think that I would be the person to do this, that once you came up, so you jump and you bounce around and then you get stable and they send you down a little hooky-doo and you hook yourself to this rope and then they pull you back up by the rope. Worst part of the experience, by the way, surprisingly, is as they're pulling you back up and you're just dangling there and they pull you back up you get back up on the platform and they say, okay, would you like to go again, but backward? And I really did not, there was part of me that was like, maybe I would do it backward. Probably not. Absolutely not. This is something I said I would never do, you know, as what my other voice is saying. But when they pulled me back up and they said, okay, do you want to do it again? I instantly said, yes. (laughs) Because I did enjoy it more than I thought I would. (laughs) So be curious about the things that you say you won't do. Because truly, and I think the universe knows this, there's a little nugget of desire there. And I am a thrill seeker. That is something that is true of me. There somewhere in me was this nugget of desire. And not only did I bungee jump once, something I said I'd never do, I did it twice the second time I did it backward. And let's just say, because I didn't think that I was going to be doing this, I did not visualize my arms nice and wide open. I visualized nothing about myself doing this backwards, did not think that I would say yes to this. Y'all, I lost my crap. I, as soon as I, I was so good, I was so good. You know, I was hyped up on adrenaline and I go to leap backward. And the second my hands left the platform, my feet left the platform, I was, it was over. I grabbed onto my gear, which is a huge no no. I've got this massive rug burn all the way up my arm from grabbing onto, (laughs) from grabbing onto my gear. That was the first thing they said to me when I came up. Well, one guy, they pulled me back up after that jump. The guy says, that was sheer terror. I've never seen terror quite so clearly on someone's face before. And the other guy was like, never grab your gear. That is so dangerous. (laughs) I was like, yeah, well, you know, my brain was, I was not prepared for saying yes to this experience, but I did enjoy it. I mean, I did, I enjoyed it enough to do it twice. So, you know, you might surprise yourself. (laughs) So the five lessons from doing something that I said I'd never do One, never say never. Two, nervous system regulation works. Three, surround yourself with people who love life. Four, you might like it more than you think you're going to. And number five, share your failures and then laugh at them. (laughs) The video of me jumping backward. So what they had my brother-in-law do, he was filming the whole thing. He was being our cameraman and he had to pay $10 to come back be a spectator on this bridge, actually, fun fact. But he, they at, invited him to come basically put my camera in my face. So he's got my phone and he's got it in my face. And so there is this zoomed in video of me as I'm leaping backwards. They had me like bend down and then push off. And so I have this video of myself just like so terrified <laughs> that moment that the guy was saying as I got reeled back in. That was sheer terror. It's so funny because I was smiling and then I was like gripping the front of 
the rope as I'm falling backward. And I just couldn't help but share it on social media and just laugh at myself because, (laughs) you know, when you do something that you said you'd never do and you have a moment of failure, (laughs) you've got to laugh at it. You've just absolutely got to laugh at it. Everybody up on the bridge was just cracking up at how much I was screaming because it was really something. (laughs) And, you know, you just sometimes, why not? Why not laugh when something doesn't go the way that you anticipate it to go? I did not really think that I was that much of a screamer, but you know what? These moments reveal something about ourselves. So five lessons from doing something that I said I'd never do. Never say never. Nervous system regulation. Baby, it works. Surround yourself with people who love life. You might like it more than you think you do. Share your failures and invite other people to laugh with you because a failure does not have a whole lot of impact when you're laughing at it. One of the things that can help you to navigate life is laughter. Laughter, it it trumps so many things. When we are able to laugh at ourselves, we just can't take everything in life so dang seriously. So laugh at yourself, invite other people to laugh with you, bring levity into all things, not just when you go to jump off of a bridge, (laughs) but it really is healing. I really think that laughter is so healing and, you know, God bless the comedians who help us to laugh more and more often. I'm so grateful for all of the funny humans who I have in my life. So, you know, part of surrounding yourself with people who love life is also those people who are willing to bring so much levity into your life and your day-to-day life. So I'm curious if you would ever consider bungee jumping. I put a poll up on Instagram and you know, I put polls on Instagram all the time. I've never had so much response as I have from bungee jumping. People have very strong opinions, as did I, about bungee jumping. I almost feel like the opinions are stronger about bungee jumping than they are about something like skydiving. I did feel secure. However, I will say the guy who was kind of leading us and teaching us how to do the jump. He took us through like a five-minute jump school. He actually does like those squirrel suits, you know, where you jump off of a cliff and you fly a squirrel suit. I'm like, okay, I feel like if this guy jumps off of cliffs in those, I can trust him to put my safety harness on appropriately, right? (laughs) So if anybody decides that you want to go bungee jumping, I will tell you the place that we went. It is about an hour outside of Portland, kind of in the Mount St. Helens area. So very beautiful area. They've got their own bridge up there. It's a bridge that they only use for bungee jumping. You can go up and do it. It's called Bungee Masters and they will hook you up. If you jump twice, you get a free t-shirt. And then you are also able to go to the other side of the bridge and do a running jump should you choose. So I am now capable, should I choose to do a running jump off of a bridge? And I will never say never about whether or not I am going to do that. We're going to keep that option open, my friends. (laughs) So in review today for our breath practice, I would invite you in a moment of stress, if you are having just a really chaotic moment. If you're feeling like your nerves are getting out of control, you've got a presentation that you need to do, you're going to a job interview, 
take that nice deep inhale into your nose for five counts and then exhale out through your nose for seven counts. Make it uneven with the inhale and the exhale. Lengthening that exhale can be so supportive to you and calming down your nervous system. The other thing that you can do as a reminder, taking that inhale in through the nose and doing a nice sigh on the exhale, still exhaling through your nose, sigh on the exhale. So deep inhale and exhale. You can also hum. Humming is a powerful way to signal safety to your body. So you can, it actually does signal safety to your body. So that exhaled sigh, humming, and also tapping across the meridian points of your body. You can tap one elbow and the other elbow. Beautiful. I hope these practices are supportive to you and that this episode gave you some beautiful reflection for yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to share it with a friend, maybe encourage you to decide to go bungee jumping. I would absolutely love to hear about that. You can always reach out to me at Untethered Jen on Instagram. You just keep shining your magical unicorn light for all to see. I'll see you next time. Bye.